Why is it not fair, though? Because we can't win. <laughs> Neither can I. I can't ever get the food I want. Or the food I want gone. Well, about half the time you get what you want. We but like, you're still mad about every it. Every day we get vacation. Can we eat this or drink this or do we need to save she's, this? She's going to start sharpening everything and she then, wants. And then in Isaac's defense on that, we yelled at him for continuously asking about all the foods. Like, stop asking. Just have the thing. Yeah, like, but I don't want to now I have the thing and you're mad. Because <laughs> now it's just gone. <laughs> Did you finish the orange juice? No, it wasn't me. That was her. Oh. <laughs> or I'm guessing it was her. I'm sure it was so bad. Did you turn the lamp off by the television with the switch on the lamp itself? No. Okay. I never do that. Mm-hmm. What? That's to, the exact words that Sophie said. No. I never to, do that. To a defense, could have possibly been Jada. Turn the lamp off there instead it's of... possible? I don't know if it was on after that. I feel like unlikely, but possible. Like she was going to sleep and was like, I need that off. Yeah, like I don't can, know. I, can I stay she my... did, And she did Because the other two lights, the sconces were on, but I don't... Yeah, she has no way. Hey, who wants to go spend money we don't have? Where? On Love Sacks? Yes. Yes. There's a place. Um, <laughs> They're not called that. Did you see that. the other video that she sent me? They're not called that. That she tagged Jordan in? They're called Corduroy. Yeah. If we're there's back that, in time for me to go to work, I'm done. There's places in uh I still want a new rock climb at some point. I, I have to be somewhere at three, so. It gives us three and a half hours. Yeah. Breakfast, mm, lunch less. is almost ready. Because <clears throat> you have to be somewhere at three. I have to be in Hudson at three. Mm-hmm. So if like we went rock climbing, we could go that way and plan accordingly. I just have to. She's wants a hoodie, so we're meeting her there. But you did say. Oh my God! Shut your mouth. <laughs> don't we have? Food? Shut your love hole. <laughs> I don't think anybody wants to talk about that. Um, I thought you meant so that we would just make food here because that's what you said. That's not what I said. You said, please make all the homemade I, things because... I didn't say those words. Shut your mouth. <laughs> you cook all week, but on the weekend, I want you to make more things. <laughs> I want to put this bag over your head. <laughs> <laughs> what? Do you want a carnation instant breakfast? Um, You're gonna love it in an instant. No, I'm using the milk, but it's actually a day expired, so I'm gonna say no. Well, then I'm not eating whatever you're making. It'll be fine. It's being baked. There's there's some secret rule that that's okay. I don't like what you wrote on the grocery list. <laughs> what? I think exactly what you said. Yeah, I am pretty sure I told you to write what you needed. I did write what you needed. The things you need. <laughs> I wrote exactly what you said. Uh, you're so funny. You're so funny, Scott. I wanted to check in while I was still riding the high that my child did not take forever to wake up this morning. And as a matter of fact, came and asked me if I would be having coffee so that she could get it ready for me and what I was going to be having for lunch so she could also pack that up for me. Um, I'm going to have her evaluated later today to make sure that an alien didn't take over her body or that there isn't something wrong on a cellular level with her. (laughs) But it was really nice 
And this happens like every once in a great while. And it's always funny to me because then I'm like, okay, why can't this happen all the time? I don't understand. I mean, obviously I don't need my kid to get me up every day. and She didn't get me up, but you know, I don't need her to make my coffee and whatever. But wouldn't it be nice if like we took turns and maybe a couple days a week I get her ready, a couple days a week she gets me ready. I mean, I was gone for 24 entire hours at a conference, uh, just an overnight and came back. She didn't want me to go, uh, but literally she went to bed, went to school the next day, and then I was home in the evening, so, you know. But perhaps absence does make the heart grow fonder, and maybe I should think about that and go more places. Hmm. I guess I should have known better that I was riding such a high that we were going to also crash and have a very low low. The next few segments involve a night of tears and talking and trying to kind of figure out how to move past um, being distraught, being, you know, not happy with the results of something that Sophie asked. In, in my mind, it's not a big deal to her. It's the end of the world, as with lots of teenagers. But she battles depression and anxiety, and sometimes she really gets wrapped up into that world, and it's hard for her to make a comeback. So the next bit that you're going to hear is going to involve a lot of that, a lot of my chatting with her, a lot of one-way speak, because she is not able to respond to me or she's doing that, you know, like making gestures or nodding her head. Um, So, you know, it might be quiet here and there, but please bear with me. I think it's really important to, as we celebrate the highs, we also pay attention and understand the lows. Why are you crying? You're shaking your head. You don't know? You don't want to tell me. I need you to tell me. I cannot help if you don't tell me. You just sat in the other room and stared at the ground, okay? That doesn't help me help you. Why are you crying? You need to tell me. Or I'll make you stay up all night until I get it out of you. Scoot in a little bit. Can you scoot in a little? About to fall down. What's wrong? What's wrong? What if I ask questions? Will you answer my questions? No. Why? Do you realize that doing this and not speaking and being so quiet about what bothers you makes it stay inside of you? It makes it bottle up and it makes it explode out at the wrong times too? Do you understand all that? 
so why can't you why can't you find a way to tell me what's going on be honest what is it So you don't even want me to ask you questions. What if I called up the counselor right now and said, let's go to counseling right now. Sophie, we can't keep doing this. We will never get anywhere if you will not speak up and explain what's going on in your head. I am not a mind reader. I don't know. I'm guessing. And you're telling me you won't even answer my questions. So let me just take a guess. How about that? Today you had a good day at school and you talked to a couple friends that you don't normally talk to. Is that a yes or a no? No? Have you been talking to those friends that you haven't been talking to? Have you been talking to them lately? For how long? A week? More or less? You can use your words, more or less. More. And how much more? Because I haven't been hearing about it. Because you didn't meet him. Yeah. I, I, it's not a personal thing. It's not about the person to me. It is about what that person has brought to you. It doesn't have to do with me not liking a certain person. I don't take it upon myself to not like children. I don't think that's fair. But I can protect you. And I can see when a certain friend, person, whatever, is not a good influence for you. Doesn't make you feel good. Doesn't make you happy. And has brought a lot of chaos to your life. At the beginning of the school year, this person was being incredibly mean to you. And backstabbing you. And saying nasty things to other people about you. So what makes you think that now it's different? Has that person apologized to you? How many times has this person apologized to you? And was it a real apology? A heartfelt, truthful apology? You think so? When was the apology? Mm. Well, a while ago it wasn't very specific. In the last month? Yeah, okay. So it's not very long to see if our friend has changed their course or not, is it? And I didn't tell you that you could not hang out with this person, did I? What I explained and what I said was I'm not comfortable having you alone with this person. And there's probably a couple people that I would feel that way about because 
the two of you together don't make good choices. It's not just about the one person. It's about you and the one person. It's everybody is in charge of themselves. So when things happen around friends that maybe aren't the best influences, you're still making a choice. You still get to decide what you do. And you didn't make good choices around this person, so I'm going to be overly protective about that. And that's probably going to make you upset. I'm, I'm looking at you right now and you're not happy. And I've even made concessions that I didn't want to make. I told you that you could spend time with them, not overnight. I told you that we could go out somewhere so that I could be present and so that I could pay attention to what was going on and make sure everything was cool and safe and whatever. That's more than I'm really truly comfortable with, you know? Do you understand that? Well, to you, it's still the end of the world, correct? Feels like it a little bit? Don't call me. I don't feel like I care about my birthday anymore. Because of... Dumb thing that happens every year. Why do you feel... Could be one year up. Okay. That's all it is. But why do you feel cruddy about it? Because of you're trying to pick and choose your friends? Is that why? Okay, and I've given you an opportunity to do that. And that's what I don't understand is why you have a problem. I gave you an opportunity. I gave you a solution, didn't I? Okay, then why would you not take that solution instead of being upset and saying you don't care and it's cruddy and you don't want to do it? Celebrate your birthday. Nobody wants to get older, but celebrate your birthday. It's it's a, a celebration that we have you here. It's a good day. In fact, I like birthday month. You know that. We can celebrate all month long if you want. Pick a day and have some fun with them. We'll find an activity that you think that you'll all enjoy. We could even wait a little bit and wait till it's warmer out and do something else that might be an outdoor activity if you want. We don't have to celebrate your birthday on your birthday if you don't want to. You can do that at your dad's house. You know? Look for positives. I've been telling you that for a long time and I know it's hard to do and I know that you aren't used to doing it that way. But you can find the positives. This is not a soul-crushing moment. This is not the worst of the worst. You can have what you want. You have to open your mind to it. And you can have it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you? Is that hand flip a kind of? Are we in the maybe range? Give me two taps for maybe. Okay. So do you think you could just take a couple deep breaths and relax and get a good night's sleep? And then we can think of some different things tomorrow that you might want to do and plan from there. Doesn't have to all be figured out right now. Okay. 
think it over a little bit. I'll help you come up with some ideas. And once we have whatever it is that you decide you want to do, then you pick out who's coming. And if you want to invite everybody, then as long as it's financially feasible, you can invite everybody. Okay? Is that okay? One tap for yes, please. Two taps for no. Two taps for no? That's not okay? I just don't think I want to celebrate this one. I miss it and I watch Hulu or something. No! We sit at home and watch TV all the time. You have got to get out. Part of what is bringing you down is sitting around and doing nothing. That seriously brings you down even more. Like, okay, you know when you don't feel happy and you're like, oh, I just want to sit and I just don't want to talk to anybody. I just want to watch TV and chill, right? But what that does, if you continuously do that all the time, it just makes you feel more and more and more down. You have to force yourself to get up once in a while. You have to force yourself to go outside enjoy some fresh air and I know it's hard when it's cold out but there are things that we can do there are places that we can go and we will get to the rock wall this week I will just make you go I won't ask you whether you want to go or not I'll make you go and we'll have a good time okay you like doing that it's a good activity for us we're both not great at it so we can get better at it I'm worse than you are so that'll be fun for you you'll be better than me And I'll be a scaredy cat. And if you want, you can invite a friend and we'll take one of your friends. Okay? We have to enjoy the small things, kiddo. Life is going to to get you down. It's going to be a bummer sometimes. We've got to work on finding positives, okay? I don't want you to be sad. I don't want you to be upset. And I know... Teen life is hard and middle school is hard, but it will get better. It will feel better, but we have to push for it. Okay, you have to start making choices where you're pushing yourself to to feel a little better every day. Just a little bit. A tiny bit. Do you think you can do that with me? Hmm? One tap for yes, two taps for no. You don't know? Because from one conversation about who could come for your birthday, and you said that you were pretty sure you already knew the answer, but then you were upset when you heard the answer, And then you came in here after a long conversation and got very sad and upset. But I think that some of what we talked about upset you and then other things that you bottle up for long periods of time come out because you're already upset. Is that the case? Because you start thinking about all the other things that bother you because you're already emotional? Are you... I guess because I'm right, or you're just saying I guess because you don't know what else to say. 
what is in your brain right now? It's not empty. You're thinking about things and they're making you cry. So what are those things? Speak those things to me so that I can help you. Okay, you don't want to do anything. In general, all the time, at a specific time. In general. Okay. So you're depressed still. Still having trouble with that, yes? Because that's what depressed people feel like. They don't want to do anything. They don't want to go anywhere. Nothing really kind of excites them or makes them happy and interested. And I think, I think sometimes that's you and I think sometimes it's not you. And I've been telling you, as have other people, what some of the tools are that will help you feel better. And I'm not going to say it's easy. It's not simple. But you have to choose to do it. And I've, I've had this conversation with you a million times, so. But at some point, you have to go, I'm worth it. I can do this. So when I ask you, let's go to the rock wall or let's go to the gym or let's go wherever. Let's go get a cup of coffee, whatever, whatever. You should always say yes just to get moving, just to tell your body it's alive. Tell your body there's something out there for you. You know? You have to choose. Do you want to be unhappy and ill your whole life? Because the way you're going, if you don't start moving around and and getting some work done in that arena, then we're going to have health issues that we have to deal with. We're going to have more problems to add on. And it's going to get sad and it's going to get harder. We could make it easier. There are ways to make it easier. But right now you're going down the path that makes it harder. And I don't want to watch that. I, I don't want that for you. You don't want the harder path because it sounds hard. You, you don't want to do the thing that's tough. Nobody does. It's because it is tough. And there's a reason that it's a struggle. You start to appreciate things more the more that you, you struggle and have hardships. I, I like to think that if you didn't have a hardship, you can't appreciate the good things. Right? You know how many weekends I laid around and couldn't move without crying because my back hurt so bad? Do you remember some of those times? Do you? Where I like couldn't move off the couch and I was in tears? Do you remember? Okay. So you know when I finally felt better? Do you know how magical walking felt? Just not having pain? Do you know how wonderful that felt? But do you know how many people take for granted that they can walk? Until you can't do it, you can't appreciate it. So I know that that's a hard pill to swallow. A hard thing to understand is that, oh, I have to struggle in order to appreciate. But but I do think you do. And it doesn't make the struggle any easier. But I, I think the struggle 
becomes worthwhile because you start to understand what you can appreciate. And do you remember the little boy that we had Christmas in Stowe for? Do you remember when we did that? Not too long ago? I know your problems seem pretty big right now, right? They seem hard and they seem like a mountain, right? Right? Yeah. Well, that little boy has had battled cancer since he was like, I think in like second grade, so second grade. Everybody's battles are, are their battles and they're important to them and they're, the magnitude is decided by them and their experiences. So I'm not saying that one is worse than another, okay? So understand that. But what I am trying to tell you is look around you and start looking for things you appreciate. Start looking for things that make you feel better and start focusing on those things. Right? That little boy didn't make it to see Christmas. Do you know that? Do you know his mom doesn't have anyone now? She misses him a lot, I can tell you that. And I'm not telling you this to make you cry, because now I'm going to cry. I'm telling you this because it is worth living your life as happy and as wonderfully as you can while you're here. Because nobody knows how long they have. Okay? So we want to do the best things and have the best times and make you as happy and healthy as you can be so that you can appreciate every day. I want you to start appreciating your days. I want you to feel like you can appreciate them. I feel like you're struggling. I know you're struggling. I don't just feel like you're struggling. I know you're struggling. But you have got to help me. Sophie, I struggle. There are days I struggle. We all struggle. We all have days that we don't feel like doing anything. And if you only do that once in a while, then, then that's okay. That's okay. It's all right to have a day where you don't do anything. But when that becomes every day, the darkness settles in and it eats away at you and it makes you miserable. So when I'm on your case to go somewhere and I'm on your case to move around and I'm on your case to, to look for positives and not be negative about things, it's because I'm trying to help you. I know for a fact there are things that will help. I'm an old lady. And that means that I understand how you feel. And I've been there. I've been in some dark places at different times in my life. And I've told you that. And I know that it can be better. It can be the worst of the worst. And it can get better. But you have to have a mindset that will help you get there. 
Do you understand me? Do you think you can start the day tomorrow thinking positive, looking for positive, looking for things that make you happy, associating yourself with things and people that make you happy? Can you do that? Because otherwise we need to have some more intense therapy and more intense doctor visits and things like that so that we can get you there. Because it's so hard to watch you be miserable. And I don't want you to be miserable. And I know that deep inside you don't want that either. Right? Right? So yesterday was one of those days. It all started out, and you'll hear some of this in the clips, but it all started out with asking me if she could have certain people come to her birthday party. And she knew before she even asked me that the answer was likely going to be some version of no. But she asked anyway, and I give her credit for that, and that's cool, whatever. My answer was still no. I'm not real comfortable with certain people in her life, and it's my job to protect her. So I'm going to do that, whether she likes it or not. She doesn't like it, that's clear. So it, the, the two people in question, uh, one is a kid that she was friends with for a long time and came over a lot and everything was cool and, you know, whatever. Well, come to find out down the road, this is when this whole thing when she was 11 happened. I find her talking to people on apps that she shouldn't be talking to, um, within an app that looks like a cartoon that looks like a you know just a game that she would even show me the game and whatever and we would check her phone little did I know that there was conversations happening in you know secret private messages in this game Um, that was probably one of the most heartbreaking scary things ever on earth I can't I mean I'm sure there's There's plenty of other things. But for me, at that moment, it was the worst of the worst of the worst. Uh, So you can use your imagination. I probably don't need to even go any deeper on on what that all entailed. But pretty much everything bad you can think of. With location services on, mind you. So, you know, the people talking to my child knew where we lived. So we're really, 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 really... I think that's enough reallys. Lucky that something worse didn't happen, that we caught it in time. And to this day, her phone has no apps on it. She doesn't even have the app store. And I have her phone cloned to another device and I check everything. And I would have thought that I'm very tech savvy and I help people with their phones all the time. And I check the kids' phones and, you know, maybe not as often as I should. And I, I'm not going to lie, I hate myself a little bit for missing this. It's, it's horrible. And I mean, it's been a couple years now, so 
so, you know, gotten past it to some extent, but it's not something that you forget about, and it's certainly not something that we can take back. It still happened. So, clearly, because of that, and I didn't really mention, I guess, why why one of the children in her life is somebody that I consider someone that had to do with that that time frame and sort of directed her down that path and don't get me wrong Sophie makes her own decisions she is in charge of herself so I certainly don't blame that child I don't make it a habit of blaming other kids for things but what I do know is that the two of them together make poor choices so I don't feel the need to have them together and the other child is somebody that was a really wonderful friend of hers who I probably would allow back in her life to some extent but there's some there's just some scary issues there kind of along the same lines um and I just feel like if this stuff was happening at 11 I can't imagine what we would be dealing with at 13 and 14 and my child is fragile and she's depressed and she's anxious and she looks for comfort in the wrong places and I can't have that so she can be mad at me and we can cry about it and it can be hard but it's going to keep happening and I'm going to keep fighting and I'm a big fat crybaby so I want to cry right now today is one of those days where it's just hard and I don't want to do it anymore. I'm not going to stop and I'm not going to quit fighting and I'm not going to quit, you know, putting up everything that I can put up to, to get her on the right track. But yesterday was tough and today I'm still kind of, I never just get over stuff. You know, most women have, you know, we stew about things, we think about things, we overthink about things. And so I find myself, you know, I, I'm energized on some level to, okay, what can I change now? What can I do now to, to make things different, to make things better? But I've been fighting this fight for like three years now and and it's hard and I'm tired and I want to go to the gym by myself and I want to go do yoga and I want to spend time with my girlfriends and I there's so many things that I want and I sorry that's my wipers <laughs> but right now I have to figure out how to work all those in together with her because she needs it and we just have to find a way so that's sort of my kind of wrap up as to why yesterday took place I've got there's the the following will be some clips of our conversations yesterday and sort of what that led to and it really did lead to um, she holds in her fears and her thoughts and her sadness as a lot of people do and then of course one kind of tiny poke in the wrong direction and and we have like a major meltdown so that's kind of what yesterday was it's really, really frustrating, um, and you can probably hear it in my voice, and I'm, I'm not necessarily super proud that 
as I listened back to some of our conversation um, when she was upset that I didn't sound more caring. When I listened back, I sound cold. And, and I don't mean to be, but the reason why I talk that way with her is I'm, I'm trying to trying to get some clarity with her and help her understand some things and trying not to cry myself or get overly emotional myself because then it just turns into a chaotic mess. Um, so I'm reflecting a little bit on that this morning too. Um, but she, she, you know, bawled her eyes out for a long time and just the frustration comes from her not not being able to use any kind of words. You'll hear me say all the time, use your words, use your words. And I know that that's like a little kid thing to say, but she just will not tell you what's going on. Not even like little things. It took me a long time just to get her to, um, you'll hear me a lot in those conversations and not so much her. And she just would like tap her finger or nod her head. And, and it took some time to get her even just to do that. And it, it's just, that that's really frustrating, especially when you're trying to help somebody and you're just, I know people that have depression, I know people that battle that battle, and I know you can't just tell someone, who hey, just be happy, it'll be fine. It, it doesn't work that way, and I know that, and I don't pretend to know enough about mental health to know how everybody's minds work, so please forgive whatever I might say that might sound like, like it's, I don't know, um, if, if there's anything I say that is not thoughtful or whatever, I don't want to sound that way. I'm, I'm flying not by the seat of my pants. I'm going based on what I know. I'm going based on conversations with other people that have battled true depression. And I think you know, we're, we're trying to come at it from every possible angle. And so that's going to include counseling and medication because I just, we tried it without medication. I don't think she can get over that hump without it. Um, so I think we need that for a little bit of time to get through these tough years. And, and then some positivity, you know, you hear me talking to her about that a lot. And it's not like I think that that's the only thing that's going to fix anything because I don't. But she can be very negative all the time. Just non-freaking-stop negativity. Saying nasty things about people. Um, not to their faces, you know. She's, she's pretty conscious about that. Not that that makes it okay. But just like there was a conversation about Arby's. And she was like, oh, Arby's is so nasty. And this is just at our house at home. And... She was telling us that she said that people that like Arby's are uncultured swine. And to be honest, I have no idea where she gets some of the things that she says. I really don't. And it just boggles my mind because I don't talk like that. And Scott doesn't talk like that. And Isaac doesn't talk like that. And I just, I'm not really sure where it's coming from. In any case, so we were trying to tell her like, hey, it's not a big deal. Like, you're, you're thinking too hard about this. It's Arby's. Who cares? If you like it, great. If you don't, fine too. Whatever. So she got kind of crappy about it. And Scott was kind of arguing with her back and forth. And it was really 
fairly childish. And I was just like, you know, dude, like, talk about something else. It's really not a big deal. But she'll kind of harp on stuff like that and just be really negative. And it's like, if you don't like what I like, then then you're out. And I think, pretty sure we have enough of that in the world right now. Pretty sure that that's covered. Pretty sure the adults have that absolutely covered at the moment. Where everyone and their brother says, if you don't like what I like, then I don't like you. And and I'm at fault too. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying I'm perfect because I'm definitely at fault for that. It's really hard to to hear and understand other people when you think your way is the right way. So hear me when I say I know I do it too. Anyway, so back to, you know, I think that if she would put out a little bit more positivity, just it just just tiny tiny like a a a, a kernel of positiveness could help, you know, a way of thinking, a little bit of self-motivation and she might find that hard a lot of times, but I think that, the, you know, I'm around her a lot and I think that there's times where she can do it. I, th- I think that we have to just really push hard on the times where she is feeling good and, and, and help her there. Then I think over time that that would help alleviate some of her stress. You know, she told me last night that she doesn't care about anything and she doesn't want to do anything and she doesn't want to celebrate her birthday and you'll hear her say that and it's the saddest thing you've ever heard coming from a kid that you know I'm who doesn't want to celebrate their birthday birthday I just wanted to throw out a quick reminder that it's really important to follow your instincts on on where other people's mental health might be and check on your friends Make sure they're doing all right. You know, send them a positive encouragement. Hey, pick up the phone. Maybe call them. Listen to somebody's voice. I just listened to a keynote speaker. Um, One of the things I love probably more than anything is listening to like TED Talks and things like that. But the thing I took away from this most recent TED Talk type um, speaker was calling people really is so much better than texting. I know we all hate calling people. I do. I hate <laughs> I hate calling for pizza or, you know, a food delivery of any sort and checking on things. It's just, I don't know, we were so used to doing everything online and not having to, to deal with people that I think sometimes we, we get bad at it. So I'm just encouraging everyone to be more sensitive, be more thoughtful, care about other people, tell people that you care. Don't let a day go by where you're not letting people know that you care. And most importantly, make sure you're taking care of yourself. Uh, I'm working very hard on attempting to make sure that's a priority in addition to everything else because you, you really just cannot give enough to others if you're not happy and and comfortable with yourself. So you have to take time to take care of yourself as well. So I just wanted to put that out there that, you know, just a friendly reminder to check on your friends and make sure you're taking care of yourself. And, you know, I would be remiss if I didn't say, as I wrap up this particular podcast, 
If you're enjoying our podcast, please review it. Um, Give us however many stars you feel comfortable with. Five would be my preference, of course. Um, It really does help get the word out and helps this podcast help others. We have a lot of really cool stuff coming up, a lot of conversations with other moms that I'll be sharing over the next coming week. So please review, share with your friends, let people know that we really want messages and things like that uh, to come our way so that we can answer questions and, and just have a good week and take care of yourself and just don't ever forget about that.